Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did this dude just leave as well? <laughs> No way. Okay. What's up? February 17th, the NBA show. I just handed it off to Ciro. And <laughs> this dude leaves. And as well. we are live. <laughs> oh, fuck. I just spilled coffee everywhere. God damn, man. God damn it. No. Oh, and it's on the Adderall. It's on the Adderall. There is coffee everywhere. Let me. Oh, God damn. I thought you heard me say I was waiting to start the show, but if he hadn't kicked it off, it is February 17th, 8.07 in the morning. I hope you guys are doing fine. I just spilled a cup of coffee, and you know what? I also recorded a podcast for a class that it's due tonight called Weird Sports, talking about how Western Maryland can kidnap, kidnap students from John Hopkins. What? John's, John's, I smoked pot with John Hopkins. Uh, but we called so back in 19 in the 1940s and 50s, Western Maryland used to kidnap kids from John Hopkins and then like shave their heads and feed them beer and That's burgers. That's awesome, dude. It's yeah, like a movie. Supposedly, they were good sports about and it, feed them beers and burgers yeah because the way they would lure them is they would send two western maryland college girls to john hopkins to get two freshmen by offering a good time of women and beer and then when they got them (laughs) it seems so goofy yeah when they would get them they would uh they would tie them up and have them sit in a dorm room and then at the pep rally they would bring them to the center of the field shave their head and properly humiliate them oh shit yeah (laughs) yeah It's like a a plot of of an American pie. Yeah, and they would then bring them back to the dorm room and feed them burger and beer and as much beer and burger as they would want. And supposedly the uh, yeah, supposedly the John Hopkins kids were always good sports about it. And (laughs) that's That's pretty cool. Yeah, and at halftime, they would bring the kids out tied up and give them to the John Hopkins players. Oh, they would return them <laughs> like yeah. at halftime. That is an actual movie plot. Yeah. But they would kidnap a, two kids for the weekend, basically. Yeah. It's kind of fun, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, know. I, I feel like America's just soft today. Yeah. We can't kidnap people anymore. We can't kidnap people anymore. In in good fun. In, in good, good fun. fun. In good fun. Yes. We're not talking. We're, we don't want Amber <laughs> Alerts. Yes. Okay, I got enough oh my of those God, on I my phone. An, I got an Amber Alert yesterday midway through a raptors video i was like eight minutes into a rap video. oh did you have your sound on where it was going just it just kiboshed the recording it was like yeah you're all set with that here's an amber alert yeah i'm pretty sure i turned off amber alert so i don't know when people get kidnapped when you get an amber alert alert on your phone you think like there is a possible world war right now I'm pretty sure I somehow turned off Amber Alerts because I haven't oh. had an Amber Alert in like three years. Hey, like man, everyone, Kansas is a good state. Yeah. Also, maybe I just live somewhere where people aren't getting kidnapped. Yeah. Because when I was in Maryland, people were getting ki- kidnapped. 
Ooh. All right, let's actually talk about some yeah. basketball. Oh, I have our headliner here for the day. Let yeah, me pull see. it up. Um, What's the itinerary? Uh, Bucks win streak, Clippers surging, and Wizards comeback. Uh, so our storyline here is obviously TJ Warren. Um, you really talking about that? Please, please, please. We're talking about the newest addition, the sixth man of the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. It's not him, though. That's not TJ Warren? No, that's not the sixth man of the Suns, baby. You know who I'm talking about. That's, that's T, but TJ Warren, that's him on the screen. That is TJ Warren. Okay, on, all right, all right. On the screen, but what I'm saying is TJ Warren is not that guy. What I'm saying is there's a man by the name of Terrence Ross who dropped 16 points last night, seven of 17. Yeah, I know he was one of eight, but he had four rebounds, four assists. I just did all those stats off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Okay, first off, if you guys saw last night the the Suns lineup, it was it was depressing. Okay, like the players that were playing and starting for the Phoenix Suns right now, like obviously they almost, they could have won this game, and I don't I don't need to take shots of the Phoenix Suns, and I love me some Jock Landell, but if you're starting Josh Okogi and it's not 2018, dude, he's hooping, man. I love me some Josh Okogie. I'm a Timberwolves fan. Don't get me don't get me started. I love Josh Okogie. He had 24 points. He's been hooping. He's been scoring double digits. And even on the season, he's a 35% three-point scorer. He's starting to figure it out. But the fact that, look, Josh Okogie led the team in minutes, 41. He was on a heater. Torrey Craig, DeAndre Ada, Deb Booker, Chris Paul. Then Terrence Ross. Like, this team really ran a six-man rotation. Well, Josh Kogi's stats in February, 17 and a half points a game. I get what you're saying, but this man is on a – he's on a complete tear, like, right now. Oh, yes. It's it's just been actually, four how games, games? Been on. Four, okay, been four, four games. 25 points, 17 points, 19 points, and then last What was night, he in January? 24. What was he in January? Not those st- – Statistics was he double digit? Is was he, there's no way six point six points? So his his usual stats like a better yes. than it because Josh minutes Co- also got doubled. Yeah, that that is true. That is very true. I mean, one thing I'm surprised is they ran like this six kind of if you include Bismack seven man rotation. I'm surprised Jock Landell barely played. Ish Wainwright, TJ Warren, Ish Wainwright, or- man. Dude, you know he was a football player who became a basketball player. Oh, seriously? Yeah, he played like for like Baylor football, and then like his uh-huh. last year, he I was either he played no, he played basketball, and then he did a graduate year or some shit like that. Tried to play in the NFL, was on a practice squad, then played in Europe for basketball in Europe. Like he went back to basketball after trying to make it to the NFL, mm-hmm. like Antonio Gates. Dude, Antonio Gates, that guy's a legend oh my goodness well i i was just kidding around with the tj warren because you always text about tj warren and he and i'm like oh did i miss tj warren breakout game and it's a check he's like oh no he had two points again um i really hope this is like a western conference final sneak peek i with kevin Durant. i think at this point it's gonna be clippers versus nuggets Wow. 
I uh, dude, I've been I've been smoking that Nuggets pack all season. Let's put a case of Red Bulls on it. I, I'll buy you a case of Red Bulls on it. Yeah, I'll buy yellows. I, I got I got the Suns. And okay, we got I got the, the Nuggets, Nuggets, and we got a case of Reddies on. Kylan Spiegel asks, "Do you still care about the Rockets?" <laughs> I love. Does this James Harden tattoo show you? Yeah, I I love my Rockets, man. <laughs> Hell yeah! What's up, Kyle? Appreciate you stopping by. No, I was actually going to start it off with some Bucks talk, but now that we're on the subject, you want to talk some clip show? Yeah, let's talk some clip show. All right. Well, Terrence Mann is looking like he is pretty much set to be – this is the best I could find here. Terrence Mann looks like he's pretty much set to be the starting point guard for the rest of the season. Which I was and, surprised. Yeah, and he's doing a really good job. I, I I just picked him up in fantasy this morning, actually. But last night was an interesting game because Kawhi was suffering, especially early. I think he missed his first seven shots. And then Booker didn't play well. So it wasn't really like a beautiful basketball game. And Terrence Mann had to step up because Paul George struggled early and Kawhi struggled early. And he had to step up, and he did. And I know you love Plumlee. And Eric Gordon even did a good job on defense, which is always a nice surprise to me. He had seven assists. Bones Highland doing his thing. This Clippers team on paper just makes total sense that they're going to be really good. It just – I don't know. I feel, this is like usually the narrative with a healthy Clippers team is they're healthy right now. And when they're healthy, Share they're really screen. good. And something happens. You say they melt like ice cream? Share my screen. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Kawhi Leonard. This uh, is the year. This could be the year, though. I mean, first off, okay, I want to say that you and I, another team that we were smoking all season, well, all season. off season, off, off season. season. Number one power ranking. Yeah, for like consecutive power rankings. Like, like all like, summer. All summer. <laughs> we were we were sucking the LA Clippers' <laughs> cocks. Like, yeah. I was fully on board. I, I thought the John Wall signing was – you know, earth moving. And <laughs> my, I will say for like the first eight weeks of this season, me and Jackson were kicking ourselves because yeah. we're like, damn dude, we really fucked up. Like, it's like, like for so long, we were hyping up the Clippers and I'm really glad that they turned it around. And you know, what's the weird thing. Yes. I know we could argue health was a reason why they, they, they did struggle out the gate, but Honestly, you know why the reason why it didn't work? Chemistry. These guys didn't know how to play with each other. Even though these guys had been together for four years, they were so used to playing such drastic different styles of ball when Kawhi wasn't there or, you know, when Kawhi and Paul George weren't there, you yeah. know? So I think the team didn't know how to necessarily play with, like how to defer, how – Kawhi and Paul George needed to defer, you know? Yeah, like they were one of the best defensive teams, but they couldn't really quite figure it out on offense yet. And that's a good point because they've played – of course, I didn't write down the statistic, but when they don't have either one of Kawhi or Paul or even worse, neither of them, first when they have both of them, it, the stats are completely different. It's so different, like win-loss total. It, maybe it's not always going to be pretty, but it's starting to get prettier. They're the fourth seed heading into the All-Star break, and I would feel good if I'm a Clippers fan. It's just – it's always Isn't a Isn't it insane right? that – I swear to God that, like, the Clippers did such a great job just hanging around this – They did a great job. Yeah, you're right. Great because, job of hanging around. 
because it felt like they were way worse than the 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 fifth. What did you say, fourth or fifth seed? They're the fourth seed right now. Yeah, so like I personally, I felt like they were at at one point way worse, but they did always a good job of somehow sticking around, and I think that's just something that nobody's acknowledging. And okay, do you think? Terrence Mann, Eric Gordon, Bones Highland is good enough of a point guard rotation because we assume Eric Gordon's kind of be playing point guard for them. Seven assists. Yeah, I know. I know. I do think it is. I was skeptical at first. I was very much skeptical at first. Can I tell you before you go on the rant? My whole thing holding me back is the defense in the playoffs. I'll counter that with Eric Gordon's phenomenal defense last night, which blew me away. And Terrence Mann. I mean, he's got that defense. But you think Terrence Mann, Eric Gordon, or Bowen Highland? I'm not even going to put Bowen Highland in this. Terrence Mann or Eric Gordon could hold, you know, an opposing point guard. You know, there's going to be good ones in the playoffs mm. to a, yeah. in a seven-game series. You know, like, do you think I do. they – I just – Like the Nuggets or – Yeah, Sacramento. against a Jamal Murray, a De'Aaron Fox, a Steph Curry, you Steph know. Steph Curry, yeah. Yeah, like all the you, – you're going to have to go through at least one or two of those guys in the playoffs. I think that's the big thing because every other position, I think they're loaded. Center, Mason Plumley, awesome. Dude, yeah. Wings, power forwards, they've got them. It's yeah. really the point guard position. I think I think a hundred percent. Maybe if Ty Lu wasn't the head coach, maybe I'd be a little bit more. Uneasy. What I? Oh oh oh! Yeah. If Ty Lu wasn't the head coach, I thought yeah. you were about to come out with some Ty Lu slander. I was like, I thought we were <laughs> both a, a pro Ty Lu show. This is a pro Ty Lu show. This is a yeah. pro Ty Lu's the best defensive coach in the National Basketball Association. Yeah, with MAU. Yeah, what do you think out. about that? <laughs> Future bowl. But yeah, okay. I mean, I, I would say Ty Lue's top five head coach. I mean, I have him up there with Ty Lue, Greg Popovich, Nick Nurse, Steve mm-hmm. Kerr. Wow, um, Nick Nurse. I mean, I'm I'm biased with Nick Nurse. I think Nick Nurse is getting a bad hand right now. I think yeah. the problem with the the Raptors is more Masai Yuri. Than, wow. Yeah, I don't think Masai Yuri's giving Nick Nurse the right players. Okay. You know what I mean? Nick yeah. Nurse can only do so much with what he's given. For consecutive seasons. That's what I'm they saying, are yeah. refusing to acquire shooters. And but, when they do, it's like Armani Brooks. Yeah. It's like, so, okay. Well, like, what can you do? What can you really do there, you know, when yeah. you're given a shit hand? Um, but, yeah, no. So, I think the the Clippers, like you said, Ty Lue's are really good. Because Ty Lue, one of the reasons why he's arguably the – a top five head coach is he might be the best or one of the best in-game adjustment coaches. Yeah, I've this true. guy will throw something out in the first quarter. Dude, it might be the five minute first quarter, call timeout, tell him fuck that. We're not running that. I'm literally we're changing the whole game plan. And I love yeah. that. I yeah. love that. My biggest pet peeve is coaches who they stick with it and you're just like, dude, it's the third quarter. This is not working. Like throw the game plan out. Yeah. That's a good point. Let's uh, pivot you. So we uh, we talked uh, Clippers and Suns. Let's talk about a man, and I'll queue up a picture right here. But you know who turned the clock back? A guy that you know, I, I've talked about him all season saying how much he's turned the clock back. And we saw a guy go down grimacing in pain. 
Giannis Ooh, Brooke Lopez. Yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo injured his wrist last night. I don't know you mm-hmm. if you know how bad it is, but Brooke Lopez dropped 33 points, and I've been a guy who's been saying all season. We saw it with Dwight Howard a few seasons ago after the, his terrible year with the Washington Wizards. He gets his back finally fixed, and he goes on and has a great season with the Lakers and wins championship. Brooke Lopez last year basically missed the whole season due to back surgery, like Dwight Howard did, and he comes out this year revitalize like the first thing i've said all season long is brooke lopez moves like a normal human again if you had seen brooke lopez in the recent years before this one you could tell he like lumbered like lumbered up and down the court i think that's the best way to describe it like he struggled to go up and you could tell he was like in pain but now i mean he's still rejuvenated rejuvenated still in the defense defensive player of the year candidate and he turned back the clock and helped the team get a big win what do you think of brooke lopez last night what do you think of the bucks as a whole as you know <sighs> brooke lopez has had to step up this season especially with the injury to chris middleton yeah he has and he and he is i well it, i was on a fan of last night because the bulls were riding this massive several year home win streak on tnt and there's no chris middleton and Giannis goes down in the first quarter and we still get completely embarrassed. And a big reason why is because of Mr. Lopez. And Javon Ronald, Carter. Javon Carter's a dog. Drew Holiday's a dog. AJ the, fucking Green. White AJ Green. Yeah. White AJ Green. It's it was it was frustrating, but Milwaukee. Oh, did you get introduced to my last team? You got introduced last night to Sandro Mama Lashvi. Yeah, and he steps up very nicely, and it's just it just kept going. I actually guess he didn't step up very nicely, but still. Also, can we talk about like nobody's talking about the impact Joe Ingles is like low key having for this team? Like on the season, I know he's shooting like thirty eight percent from the field, but he is shooting thirty four percent from three in twenty two minutes, six points, like three rebounds, three assists, and I I know there's stats like someone's going to say at the eye glance those are shit, but he's basically like a point forward for them. Like he's their backup point guard. Like they basically were like, look, we traded away George Hill. Like Joe Ingles, you are the backup point guard to this squad. Like you're going to come in. Javon Carter disagrees with you. It's a, it's a Javon Carter starts. It's a partnership. Okay. Yeah. But like when Javon, when Javon doesn't start when they're fully healthy though. Yeah, but like because Chris Middleton's been out all season, it's Javon Carter's been a regular starter this year. What? No way. Yeah. Dude, I think no Javon way. Carter started like all, over 30 games this year for this team. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm gonna double check this right now. It's like 31. 31. There you go. Like that. You, are you shocked? You're shocked right now. No, no, that's <laughs> two thirds. Four they've played oh yeah, they've played that's 58 half. games. That's half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, half. You're shocked right now, right? A little bit, sure. Like you didn't think yeah. Javon? It's the number snuck up on me. Yeah, the number snuck up on you. That... He had that crazy run. I remember messing around when he had like forty-four that one game on the show. Saying yeah, he's the future point guard. But Javon's a dog, dude. I know you love your. your I guess you don't like your. Well, you we went to West Virginia. Virginia. A bunch of my best friends went to West Virginia oh, before right. yeah. I went to KU. I spent so much time at West Virginia. Like my friends call me like an honorary mountaineer. I think it's the only state with all Appalachians. Yeah, I mean it's in the Appalachians. It's a mountain yeah. state. 
Yeah, it's a very cool drive-through state. I will say that. Oh, it is. It is a cool drive-through state. Beautiful. You know who you can't forget about? Come playoff time, off the bench, Bobby Portis. Oh, very true. Yes, he's don't know Bobby Portis. Yeah, Portis. Very, very true. Great point. And also, Mister Wesley Matthews. All right, let's good factor. Not, we're not going to. West Matthews isn't the X factor, but I do say West Matthews is important because West Matthews. He's the type of guy that like. You know, every series in the playoffs, he's going to have one game where he has like 12 or 15 points because his three-point shot is falling. And Wes Matthews to this day, and he won a ring with the Lakers, right? No. No, he wasn't. He was the following season? I believe so. Either way, Wes Matthews to this day, hometown guy, went to Marquette, and yeah. and he still provides you with defense. I mean, that's why he's – and he's yeah. a locker room leader. But no, I think – 40 in the three – 40 from three in the playoffs. Yeah. Him. And we're starting to see Marjan Bochamp again. If you look at the stats, he, it doesn't look like he made a huge impact. But, like, the impact that he made is, like, a lot more significant than people would assume. So, I think that one's good. Yeah. Let's uh, talk – Real quick, how about Daylon Terry? He had a great game last night. He had six – Offensive rebounds. He's had a quiet season. He was all. He's had a very quiet season, and now that they're running more, uh, Kobe, we're starting to see Kobe again. Is it because he can't shoot, Dale and Terry? He was a good shooter in college, but on the season he's shooting sixteen point seven percent. But I know he's also played five minutes a night in twenty three games. Still, like a horrible statistic. But they also have a bunch of guard depth. So that's what I'm saying. But he's also six seven in his. They drafted him because he could play three positions. I'm still very bullish on Dalen Terry. No, no, I am too. I was just saying they just did not play him. Like, I just knew that part of the reason he was drafted was he was, like, pro-ready. You know? Yeah, yeah. There was, like – you know what I mean? Like, he just was someone that I thought would have, like, a Marjan Bochamp impact. Yeah, unfortunate. But last night was great. All right. Let's Whoa, talk. Mr. Bradley Beal. So most of the season, I mean, first off, Bradley Beal's having his most efficient shooting year this year because he doesn't have to shot chuck like he had in years, years past. He's like shooting like 50 something percent from the field, like as a shooting guard. That's fucking ridiculous. Like he has like basically like a, a, a backup center's shooting percentage, you 52%. know? 52%. Yeah, that's insane for a shooting guard who's averaging like 20 points a night. You don't do that. He's like, and that's because he has two other 20 point scorers on his team and and Christoph Porzingis and Kyle Kuzma. And I just the, the Wizards are clicking. They they this is a team that's starting to be reminiscent to the team that went on a heater last season, was one of the best teams to start the regular season last year. And it all comes down to the they figured out the rotation. Denny Optia has you know, last year he became a really good defender. This year he's taking his steps offensively. You know, they have a point guard rotation with Kendrick Nunn, DeLon Wright, and Monte Morris, who all three of the guys, they're perfect for whatever situation is thrown at them. Like, if you need some defense, DeLon. If you need a, a floor general, you throw out Monte Morris. If you need the score, you throw out Kendrick Nunn, you know. And then you have – and Kendrick Nunn also plays defense. And then you got yourself, you know, Corey Kesper, Denny Avia. I, I really – and then Bradley Beal. Like last night, when Bradley Beal needs to take over, Bradley Beal takes over. He did just that. It was awesome, man. He's had, I think, three of his last four games. He's dropped 30. 
Also, I know Rudy Gobert won the rebounding battle, but can we, can we give a round of applause to Christoph Porzingis and Daniel Gafford for like like doing pretty good jobs of protecting the paint and like like taking advantage. First, Kyle Kuzma shot 13 threes. 13. Jeez. Yeah, Kyle Kuzma. And it, the reason was was because they kept trying to like draw Rudy Gobert out of the paint and like they would just swing the ball until they find Kuzma, you know, basically. Because that's how they kept just swinging the ball around. And I think we're starting to see Wes Unseld's a good coach. Yeah. And I think this is a fun team. I I concur. Bradley Beal's a beast. I really like – their bench was awesome last night. I really like DeLon Wright. Oh, DeLon, I really like I've DeLon. always loved DeLon Wright. I've always loved DeLon Wright. I don't know why not many more contending teams went out and tried to get DeLon yeah. Wright. That shocked me. I did not understand that. But, yeah, no. He's I, the perfect bench guard to have come in and play 25-ish minutes, could close out the game for you, and he's just going to get the job done. I, I think the, no disrespect uh, to Monte Morris, but sometimes it's Monty's night. Sometimes it's Delon's night. And last night it was Delon's night. So welcome to the playing talks, Washington. I fully believe they're going to lock that down because Chicago is a desperate basketball team. So. Yeah, no, I think the uh, wizards, the point guard committee has been working and, Again, I know it would be hard for the Wizards to – we talked about this, I think, yesterday. It would be hard for them to leapfrog a few of the teams in the East to be like yeah. a sixth seed, but I think they could get into the seventh or eighth seed where they just need to one play one playing game. That'd be yeah. huge. Yeah, I think if they can be the eighth or seventh seed, play one playing game and end up being the seventh seed, that's what they're trying to do right here. And, that, I mean, that, that was the whole thing is that, like, they've basically – I expect this team also to look different because I think we're, we, we're finally figuring out the core. We finally have, like, a core, if that makes sense. Don't forget about Court Kispert either. But no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. we have the shooter. We have, like, we have, we have our starters, okay? We finally have a starting lineup that I like. Maybe you can switch out Monte Morris for somebody else. But Bradley Beal, Gafford, Porzingis, Kyle Kuzma, that's awesome. Then off the bench, Denny Abia, DeLon Wright, and Corey Kispert, like, Right there, you have seven guys that I really like. You know, Kendrick Nunn and Monte Morris could be replaced, but this team has seven guys that, like, should not be traded, should be kept. And if you can figure out the rest of the roster, this team's got a really good floor. Yeah. Last night was beautiful. They outscored 38-19. to 19. They were down 20-plus points. And uh, sorry to the Timberwolves. I'm not sure who you were rooting for last night, but that was a hard one. I was just happy for <laughs> whoever won. It was a hard one. I was watching that like on my phone, and I was just like, because I was at work and I like kept bouncing back, and I was just like, I really don't care who wins. Like at first, I was like, oh damn, Timberwolves might be a lot better now, and then I was like, oh fuck, Wizards came back because I didn't get to see the full comeback. So it was pretty crazy, but Probably a nice zero piece. For you, let's play some Purtle before I go. Is that That's like Mark? Dasmos. I was gonna say Markeith. Oh uh, yeah, 
He's in the West. Is it Marcus? <laughs> he's short in the Might be Marcus. What is that height? Oh no, he's less he's lower than six nine. What's Marcus's height? Are these... Is Marcus six eight? Let's just try he it. He might be, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he is six eight. That's wild being a twin brother and shorter. Oh, I guess the age wouldn't make sense if they're twin brothers. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, who is that big of a beard? In he's West. in the he's in the northwest. We know that for sure. Yeah. Oh. Southwest and Pacific. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the Timberwolves, Trailblazers, Thunder, Nuggets. Jazz. Doesn't seem like a blazer. Is it a thunder? Is it? I don't even fucking know. I'm going to go do a th thunder player. That's a good call. Um, I know it's not. I'm just typing Lou Dortz. <laughs> Okay, it's a Thunder player. <laughs> this is going to be hard, man. Yeah, they have a lot of players, don't they? <laughs> I'm struggling. To oh, wait. Could it be? Who the heck is that? He's 6'6". Six, six. Eugene Omru. Yeah, he plays... Who is that? Who could this be? This is hard. The only blazer or the only thunder that are coming to my head are Poku and Shea right now. I'm choking. Who was basically just traded for? Saric? He doesn't have that thick of a beard. Would it be and like Kenrich Williams? Oh, yeah. It's Kenrich Williams. Nice. I just didn't. There you go. Yeah, Dang. it's the beard that threw me off. I didn't know it was that thick. It is a thick beard. It doesn't look that thick on TV. How do you get that thick of a beard? I wonder how long it is. This is like a week and a half, two weeks. I just, I did a clean shave yesterday and I'm not a huge fan of it. I haven't clean shaved in like two years. I know it's, well, I haven't been two years, but sometimes it just seems enticing. Well, what else are you going to talk for the show? Joe Mazzula? Oh, MAU Doka was fired. Yeah. Or I guess that makes sense. because. But Mizzoula. officially, officially fired. They mm -hmm. fired him yesterday. And... I wouldn't be surprised if he gets locked up in four months' time. I mean, yeah. You just, like, whoever signs him is, will have to do a PR bullshit. But we talked about it before. That's good. <laughs> we'll bring you back, buddy. Now I think he goes to Atlanta. Wow. Landry, Landry Fields worked for the Spurs when Ma Udoka was an assistant coach. Oh, and a few guys on the staff now are former Spurs guys. That'd be something. Yeah, and the team. What do they need to fix? Defense. Who's a good defensive coach? 
I'm just I think that that one's uh kind of an easy one to read the tea leaves on. I could mm. be wrong, but well, I just got a Twitter notification saying oh, happy, birthday. Trade. I, happy birthday, Michael birthday? Jordan. Oh. <laughs> My birthday's no, 11-11. Whoa. Damn. Yeah, 11-11-99. Oh, the Suns are contenders to sign Kevin Love. Oh, I did see that. that yeah. I, that wild. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. It does. All right. I'm going to head out, dude. Right. I gotta get ready and head out to work in two minutes. So, cheers, enjoy. Cheers. Bye. Yeah, I'm probably gonna end it. I don't know what else to talk about. It is All Star Weekend, though. We have the was it was tonight the skills and the celebrity game, which used to be a pretty fun watch, is no longer a fun watch. So, I don't know. I usually don't care too much about Friday's night festivities. Let's just look it up real quick. All-Star Weekend 2023. Because I believe they didn't they change all the I think the I hope that the what's it called? The dunk contest. I hope it's still let's pull this up here. I believe it's still Saturday night, right? That's just NFL that does it all and one day now. All right. Tonight we have the celebrity game. Wow, the Utah Jazz owner. Wow, that's really cool though. Rising Stars Challenge. I don't really watch too much in, in the, of that, but we'll have it on. Oh, I thought I saw somebody. Then we have Grand Lake State for Southern. Then we have Skills Three Dunk. Look at the dunk contest. Mac McClung, easy win there. Then the threes, pretty solid group for three-point shooting. And then we have the all-star game. I do like this year we have like just a week off pretty much. The next basketball game that isn't all-star related is on Thursday night. So I think we'll still be live on Monday, but I hope you guys all enjoy your all-star weekend. And um, that's it for today. So we'll see you guys Monday. Hit the like button, hit the sub button, you know the deal. And uh, I'll catch you cats in a few days.